Warning, the state of California finds this podcast to contain words and phrases that some would find offensive. Your discretion is advised. And it's podcast time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining me. For another wonderful episode of Fridays with Vinny, I am your host, of course, as always, Vinny, I'm here, I'm back, uh, it's been a few weeks since I recorded, but it, I mean, you've had consistent episodes for, like, these full, uh, these, these, these full three weeks now, I think it's been, so, uh, you're welcome, we're now at episode 52, can you even freaking believe it? I'm uh I'm I'm very happy to be doing this again. It is great to get a break from work and homework and everything else. I'm just getting my thoughts out for a bit. It's fine for it's it's good for now anyway, you know. Maybe maybe as time goes by it won't be so good. But uh anyway, friends, family, brothers and sisters, um yeah. Uh happy Friday. I got some I got some stuff I kind of want to get off my chest. Okay, I got I got kind of a story before I before I jump into too much here. Cuz um I've been I've been doing some junk. It's no it's no small secret. Your boy has been doing some junk. And uh yeah, I just I got I got I've I've got a few experiences I wanted to talk about. So recently and I'm I'm not trying to make any kind of like judgment about these. I would like to preface it with that. But recently, it was this was um after my morning classes, so I was about to head to work. So you know, I I was kind of in a hurry. wasn't really wasn't really looking around that much. Just like okay, let's just let's get to my vehicle. Let's get to work. Let's get some work done. I got a class later in the day. I got to get to you know. So as, as you can imagine, plenty of thoughts around the old head, and. uh yeah, I um just out of the, out of out of nowhere. There's just this guy. He's just like, "What about you? Do you want one?" And I'm like, "What? What the fuck are you talking about? Do I want? Do I want one? What?" But he's just he just handed me this book, and I'm like, oh, "Freaking book bag. Okay, okay, fine." Because I what I thought it was at first was just like sometimes the library will hand out like little notepads to be like, "Come to the library and check out the library and use our library that we have now on campus that we spent money on." And uh, so it's just like, yeah, okay. Uh, but, you know, and I look at it and it's just like, and it's like yeah, here's a copy of God's Word. And it's one of those, easy, you know, one of those little New Testaments that the uh, Gideon people like to like to hand out. And uh, it was just like, all right, all right, whatever. I didn't really, I didn't really, to be honest, I didn't, I mean, I, there was a moment, moment where I was just like, I wonder if I could just like hand this back. Cause like I don't I don't want it around I don't it's just gonna take up space it's not like um it's and it's not like anybody who like hasn't heard of the Bible before is gonna in college pick up the New Testament read it and think anything besides this is fucking boring <laughs> because unless you're like taught to like view it as the greatest book of all time you are not gonna think it's anything besides just. A boring book, dude. Like it's not even good as like a like if it was a history book written out, you know? It's just like it's a slog to read. It's not it's not interesting. Terrible storytelling. 
anywho, uh, yeah. So it, I don't know. It was just, but it, it was just like one of those things where, you know, I'm just like, you know, maybe, maybe, I, you know, because I, I have mixed feelings about that, you know, because in in a way he's kind of coming at a point where like, you know, this is during midterms. So, you know, he, he's probably like, these desperate college students need Jesus, which is, it's a bit manipulative. You know, Christianity has a habit of doing that. You know, they have a habit of showing up when people are having a hard time and offering some kind of, like, solution, you know? So it's like, it, it, feels, it feels a little bit deceptive, if at the very least, I guess. But, like, I, as far as I know, he wasn't breaking any rules, right? Like I I don't even know would that would that even qualify? Campus rules on non-students handing out I don't know literature literature. Um, here we go. I mean everything's got a different thing. Maybe I should look up my school. See if I got um. Uh, yeah, I don't uh doesn't have anything up about that maybe there's a better term distribution of non-school materials that's a better way of phrase it of non-school materials i assume every school's gonna have different rules you know um yeah i don't i mean i don't see anything right away so i'm not gonna dig too deep i honestly don't really care that much it's it's more of just like a, a an annoyance thing more than anything you know because like i said it's not like any student who hasn't heard of, of jesus before is gonna be in south dakota you know unless one of these foreign students and they are not gonna think much of like this you know oh this is that book that americans are always talking about but never seem to have read um but so this was kind of just in my mind so then the other day, we're going up to uh, the uh, Sanford Underground Research Facility for a little tour. And uh, after the tour of the underground facility, which was very cool, very, very, very cool to see. Um, but we, we, so we decided to spend like 20 minutes at the visitor center. Just, you know, before we did the long drive, you know, the hour drive back to Rapid. Um, so at that point, I was just like, you know, I've, I've been around these people too much. I'm going to take a little walk outside here just to clear my head you know take a take a walk in the park look around at the at the uh at the scenery and uh just decompress a little bit and uh, it was on my way back my way back to uh to the van that uh the whole class had taken that um i was uh there was this lady there and uh she was um she was african i'm pretty sure um she actually told me where she was from but it was a it was a I believe it was one of the, because, you know, obviously Africa's a big country. There's a lot of different subsections. But as a white man, I don't care about other countries. Um, but um, she was just like, do you have a minute? You know, and I was like, yeah, here's the deal. I've, I've seen these types before, so I immediately knew what she wanted. But I was just like, you know what? I didn't engage at all with the last time this kind of thing happened. So, you know, maybe I'll do it now. And so I was like, well, I got, you know, I got to get going pretty quick, but I got like five minutes. Um, you know, she was just like, my name is Patience. And I was like, Patience, really? 
Because I, I, I didn't, didn't catch it. Just like, wait, you saying I should? I don't have patience? I have plenty of patience. But uh, no, her name was Patience. Um, and I'm okay with saying that because, I, you know, I'm sure that's a. Uh, I'm. I don't. I doubt that anybody will track the, her using that. If it was like an actual name, maybe I'd be nervous about it. But uh, since it's like you know, one of those names. Well, I think a lot of like people in other countries when they convert to Christianity. Uh, part of that is like changing their name to something from the Bible. Like I, th I bet you, because it's common of like when people like in America will convert to like um, Buddhism occasionally, or like when Cat uh, Stevens converted to uh, uh, Islam. You know, he changed his name to Yusuf after Joseph in the Bible. Uh, but um. Yeah, it's not really a thing you think of, like, here in America, because everyone already had a Christian name, just, you know, to a certain extent. So it's just like, it's, it's, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. But it's just like another way in which a foreign religion is stripping your culture from you by taking away your African name. But whatever, whatever, you know. So I, by this point, I was just like, okay, I don't, I don't need to, like, get any counter apologetics involved you know this lady's just here because she believes this she's doing the right thing you know so it's not like i'm not gonna try to have like some argument about the credulity of the bible or like the historicity of jesus existing so you know when she when she asked inevitably you know it's like have you heard of jesus christ she's like she offered she said i'd like to offer you a weight it's like a weight like a, a weight like a, a heavy weight like mass are you offering me a mass? An object that takes up space and <laughs> oh gosh, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it, I I believe because this is this is the very interesting thing I find, you know, and this is what I would have much rather talked about with this woman, uh, if if we hadn't been interrupted, as you'll see, is that like I'm very curious as to how like other people from other countries interpret. Christianity because I grew up with Christianity and the version I had was very um, uh, you're a piece of shit and so much so that God had to kill himself slash his son in, in order you know it, he simultaneously killed himself and his son just because you were such a piece of shit personally you personally um, and so there wasn't any of this like you know when the gospel was presented it was never like Jesus can make your life better. I mean, he can, but that's not the point. You know, oh, Jesus will make you have a easier life. That's not true. But, you know, that because there, there certainly were aspects of that, which I believe my family accepted, but it was never, like, the main part of, like, the doctrine, you know? So I was just very curious of, like, you know, I, I wanted to hear her pitch, you know? I, want, I wanted to hear her pitch of, like, freaking, you know, what, um what 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 he was kind of like offering is like like what's what are you trying to sell here you know you personally i i know about the religion but um yeah i just so i just i just kind of went like well you know i mean i i was raised christian but i you know i don't really do that anymore and then the white lady <laughs> uh, the white lady that was with her which i don't think she was like accompanying her like in general i think they just ran into each other there and sh and the white lady was just like oh that's so cool because i <laughs> um, because i treat people of color like commodity in my religion uh sorry don't mean to be woke but uh 
you know, some things can't be helped. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, it was just like, um, she had to pitch in and be like, well, why not? You know, she felt it was her time. She had let the black person speak for long enough. <laughs> it was her moment. This was her, this was her moment. Um, but yeah, she was just like, oh gosh. You know, why don't, why don't you believe anymore? And I was like, well, you know, I just, I realized I was making exceptions for God that I wouldn't make for other things. And she's like, what, what, what exceptions? And I was like, okay, okay, I guess, I guess we're getting into it. I, here's the weird thing. Like, here's what makes this story like fun for me to an extent is that it ain't me. You know, it ain't me, babe. I'm not the kind of person that like thrives on these kind of like. Uh, confrontational uh, scenarios I don't like arguing I'm not an argumentative person you know so it's interesting that I actually got into an argument especially in such a random way and I, I honestly I don't think I would have gotten an argument with uh, patience I don't think that I would have gotten into an argument with her because I would have I I would have been more curious as to just like hey, well, I want to know what you're believing you know I would have asked more questions than gave answers, but you know now I'm I'm in a conversation with somebody else, so it's just like well you know I mean I guess I you know I was like well let's try to find the common ground here you know I assume you don't believe in uh, gods of like you know uh, Islam Allah whatever I assume you don't believe in like the gods from Hindu and she's like oh I believe in them it's like really it's like yeah but they don't have any power it's like wait what what the what the fuck. <laughs> You do realize that, like, Abrahamic religions are, like, supposed to be, like, there's only one god, but he's, like, three different people. It's a real, it's a real uh, personality problem. But, um, so it's just like, what, 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 what? It's like, yeah, the Bible talks about other gods, and it's like, here's the deal, I agree with you on that. The Old Testament makes it sound like there are more than one god. Um, but, you know, then she's like, you know, I mean, like, some of them are made out of stone or wood, and I was just like, freaking then they don't exist. If you're talking about the idea, then I believe in the idea of God. Sure, yeah, I believe that you know, the idea of God exists. Uh, but, yeah, and then she was just like, yeah, but Jesus is the only one who was raised from the dead. And then that's just, that's just like, well, now you're making a claim. Now you're making a claim and we got to get into that. In hindsight, I definitely would have taken a different approach, but this wasn't like, it wasn't, I didn't have a goal here. I was just in a conversation, and then, like, all of a sudden, it made this sudden turn, and uh, I was just like, "Well, how do you how do you know that? How could how could you possibly know that?" It's like because of history. What 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 do you what part of history? And she's like, "All of it." Freaking all of it. Okay, uh, this is, uh, and it's funny because she was just like, "I don't know where you get your information." gotta love it when when that happens i don't know where you get your information but i get mine from history and uh i was trying to figure out and i in hindsight i understand now she's like referring to like histories and like you know I, most people treat every story as history you know what i mean with the, with a few exceptions you know we treat like george washington cut down the cherry tree that's we treat that as history uh freaking betsy ross or whoever she was just making the American flag. We treat that as history, even though both of those stories are just made up after the fact. And in like either, I believe that the uh, story of George Washington cutting down a cherry tree was part of the um, 
it was like a kid's book and it wanted to like make George Washington out to be a really good guy. So it was like, he cut down a tree, but he wouldn't lie about it. And he's like, well, that's just an asshole. <laughs> that kid's just a fucking asshole. Then. <laughs> Isn't it wild? Isn't it wild? Like that, that's one of the stories that lasted for so long. It's not even a good story. He was a dick. He cut down his father's cherry tree when he told him not to, but he was so good because he wouldn't tell a lie. <laughs> you know, even though if that happened, his father would have beat the shit out of him. He probably would have. Back then, he probably could have sold him to slavery. It's like, well, you're going to have to go marry this woman I own now and go work in my cotton fields with all the other black people. <laughs> oh, gosh. Isn't that, isn't that crazy, though? Like, that, of all the stories that could have, like, been made up and then remembered, that's a pretty, that's a pretty fucking stupid story. Like, it's not a good, it's not a great story. And, like, I was just, I mean, I, I was using it as an example of, like, how stories can, like, persist through history. Maybe that's why that one is so persistent. It's because it sounds so, like, not made up. Because if you made up a story, surely you'd, like, make it actually good you know if, if you're gonna make something up at least make it like interesting or have a point aside from George Washington was a fucking asshole they would at least he didn't lie <laughs> I just would like to make it clear that I do not take a stance on George Washington he's one of the few people which I don't know enough about to really give a shit you know he's just like eh, he freaking he was a British general and then he decided to switch teams and he helped us win the revolution and now we don't have health care but whatever at least we have a guy in a wig as our first president you know there's some characters like you know um benjamin franklin or uh thomas jefferson i find those guys interesting not because i agree with them with everything because i imagine i wouldn't possibly be able to but because of like their interest in like science and culture and like just everything and help their how they how their ideas were so influential to american like um ideology around the revolution despite the fact that both of them were i don't think they were i don't think they were atheists but they were they they were like they were like atheists with a small like you know draw towards like the idea of religion you know what i mean like thomas jefferson was just like let me rip out all the uh miracles in the bible because i know they couldn't happen but aside from that, you've got a good book on morals there. And, uh, you know, uh, Benjamin Franklin infamously was like, I think we should open all our meetings with prayer. And uh, the rest of the council were just like, Ben, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Isn't it funny? They didn't even do it. They were just like, fuck you, Ben. God, shut. We're, we're trying to decide how many fifths of a person black people should count as and you're all like i think we should open each each meeting and prayer fuck off <laughs> we're trying to be racist over here uh man i am i am just i am a woke candidate today i i apologize i apologize people but uh anyway there is i wish i could say there's a point in my story there's at least somewhat of an ending to it so this kind of like yeah, she was just saying, like, I get my information from history, and I was just like, but this is, like, a thing, you know, I, what I was trying to get at this whole time, and it took, like, all five minutes to get ETE this point, 
but it was just like you're making is i wanted to get across that she was making a faith claim but presenting it as if it was a a position about reality you know so it's just like freaking um yeah she was just like well you can't disprove it and i was like it's not I shouldn't have to. The onus is on you. You're the one making the claim. It's like, well, this is just what I believe. It's like, yes, yes, there, that's it, right? Because yeah, I, I can accept that. I can accept people believe stuff. People believe all kinds of things. And I don't most of the time, you know? But it's not like I think that, like, someone is less intelligent because they believe something I think is silly. Or, you know, because really, really smart people throughout the ages have done and believe some dumb stuff and i still admire a lot of those people for their intelligence like thomas jefferson you know um so yeah i mean freaking that was kind of like the end point i was hoping to start at well like you know three minutes ago but uh, we finally got to that point and and here's here's the kicker here's the kicker then she like refers to this woman she's like she came all this way across over the sea to tell you about jesus that seems like proof to me and it's like well first off it's not proof it's like if anything it's like evidence supporting your claim but in addition to that uh you know it's you would have to that those things have nothing to do with each other right it's a non sequitur you could say like, oh, this person crossed the ocean, therefore they're, it's proof that they're devoted to their faith. I was like, well, yeah, that's pretty strong evidence that they are devoted to their faith. That doesn't give any validity to the actual claim the faith is making. Um, of course, I didn't, I didn't get into any of that because it's just like at this point, at this point, there were like about a million different rabbit holes we could have gone down. And the rest of my class was like getting to the van, so I was like, I got, I got a jet. I didn't, I don't, I'm not trying to like offend you guys or anything, you know. I just, I, I want people to understand, right, that like not everyone is gonna accept the message, and it's not for bad reasons. You know what I mean? And it's it's very difficult to do that when people are so entrenched in their own ideas, they can't even understand what you're trying to like argue for. You know, like, the idea of a god existing is just so obvious to most, most people um, that it's, it's, it's unimaginable for people that you even, like, don't believe in. It's like, what, what are, you, are, you, are, you, are you mentally ill? Do you have, did, did your father beat you? <laughs> and he's like, no, it's just, you know, freaking, I don't, I don't believe it anymore. I don't know what to tell you. There's, I, I wish there was some more fancy answer than that, but that's just the bottom line. Is uh, I used to believe it, and now I don't, and I don't think you have a good reason for believing it. But I'm not go gonna go out of my way to try to convince you of that because, in most cases, it is very non-consequential to me. In some cases, like with politics, it seems to be having more of a consequence on like the fabric of how we how we perceive reality on like a political scale which is scary to see you know it's, it's scary to see like reality being distorted but it's okay because it's because of faith you know it's because of religion it's okay for us to say that vaccines cause autism if we're if it's part of our faith you know you can you can say anything as long as it's part of your faith see that that's that's what that's the part of like religious um like I guess what would you even call it 
uh, privilege, that's a good word for it, religious privilege, that bothers me the most is just that folks can, uh, can, can make all kinds of outrageous claims and do terrible things and it's all okay because it's part of their religion and you can't really question that, you know? And I understand we, it's things have gotten much better in the last three decades, you know? Like in the 90s, people were much more protective about religion. Nowadays, not so much, partly because they're kind of seeing the bad effects that like allowing religion and religious ideas to run rampant without any being like, well, I mean, you can't make that claim, you know? Because like, I don't, I don't claim to like, I can prove that God doesn't exist. You know, and I know most people think that's what an atheist should do. And I will say some of some atheists claim to. And I wish they wouldn't because that is, you can't prove a negative. And it would, yeah, it's, it's sad for me to see like folks like that that are supposed to like be like in my camp uh, not getting it. But I understand. I get it. Oh, Lordy Mama. Anyway, oh, speaking of like deferring like beliefs around from atheists, um, freaking some drama's been going on with the uh, atheist community of Austin there in Texas, where like I don't know, it's like Matt Dillahunty is someone that like I I've gone back and forth on, you know, because like it kind of like comes across to me as like a a bit of a condescending style preacher, you know. But at the same time, it's just like, well, he's he's an engaging person. He's a good he's he's good at like arguing and debating. Like he's he's almost always good at those things, and he's he's great at like not accepting nonsense from like believers. But like, what bothers me is just the whole setup of his show, right? Because it's very um, I don't know. It's it's it feels it feels bad, man. It feels like. Like he's just like you know, looking for opportunities to like, you know, yell at people, you know, and like, it's something that I, uh, I don't um, I don't I just don't enjoy that personally, and I I don't I don't get how some people seem to like seek out those kind of conflicts, although at the same time with this recent event, maybe like you don't have to, you know what I mean. Like, I definitely, this was, like, I had to make the conscious decision in the moment to not just roll over because I'm trying to make myself be more bold in these kind of situations, you know? And, I don't know, it's just, I've, I've said it before, but, like, science communication requires patience and it requires tact. And I think that a lot of atheists could use some tact it would be a it'd, it'd be a good addition, you know, and there are a lot of atheists that are very patient. I think Force Valke is a great example of that because he is a very very patient person until they start like spewing nonsense and just not listening because then he's just like, okay, okay, buckle down, Buttercup, we gotta get into this apparently, which I think I think that is a great like style of like just engagement in general you know like that that i think works really well you start out as trying to like be patient listen and then explain the problems with their position um the problem is when your arguments fall on deaf ears 
like, well, what exactly, what exactly is the point here then, you know? But, anywho, anywho, ladies and gentlemen, that's, that's all I wanted to talk about that, really. I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't really have, uh, that much to add on to this. Aside from, I mean, you know, ah, freaking, I, what do you, I'm, I'm curious, what do you guys think? What, do I, I'm not gonna say do the right thing, but, uh, did I approach this in, like, a, a, a decent way, you know? Because, again, my goal isn't to, like, get into these kind of arguments all the time. I just want to be more bold and honest about my own freaking beliefs about stuff. Because, uh, otherwise, um, I, I feel like I very often fall into this kind of, you know, uh, point of, uh, I don't know, just not really, um, yeah, just not, not being, um, honest about my beliefs or what I think in moments. So if I can be, like, outspoken to a certain extent more often, I think that'd be a good step. All right, friends, I think, I think now is a great time to, uh, get into something I've been missing for quite a while, which is the email. And, um, oh, hang on. My email login wants a backup email. You guys can't have it, though, because I don't want people just doing things. You know what I don't get? I don't get all these people that contact you on your websites when your email's out there and are just like, uh, I make uh, apps, and I'm like, if I wanted an app, I would have come to you. What makes you think I want an app? Okay, moving along. We got an email, guys, from none other than Gwendolyn. Um, and I thought it was a really interesting email, so I wanted to jump into it. Hey, Vin, glad you are back. It's Gwen again. You asked for content, so I got you, bitch. It's a long, rambling email time. Hells yeah. Oh, and thanks for listening to that Dan Deacon album a while ago. I'm glad you enjoyed it. If you're still doing that segment, I'd be happy to recommend some more new projects I've really been loving. Um, the Comet is Coming's Hyperdimensional Expansion Beam is a wonderful new jazz album. Dude, I've been thinking about, like, jazz a lot recently. I, I just, like, I don't know why it is, but it's just, like, it fascinates me just the amount of influence jazz has had on like all other forms of music. I mean, you you take like lo-fi even, which has like exploded here a while back, you know, recently with the uh, you know twenty-four-seven streams that people do for studying, and it's just like you listen to those and it's just like this is just a beat, you know, it's a hip-hop beat with uh, over smooth jazz, you know, or vice versa. Probably is more like it, you know. Or at least it's very jazzy in the way they do the licks, which I think it's just it's just so cool to see like that influence showing up in a more modern style, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, that excellently balances modern. Oh, the album balance excellently excellently balances modern electronic synth jazz with traditional jazz instrumentation. The saxophone played by Shabaka Hutchings is absolutely electric and surprisingly catchy. I gotta check that out because it sounds awesome. Uh, Shy Girl's Nymph is a super wild and hedonistic approach to alternative R&B with a touch of UK bass and experimental hip hop. 
It's often very sexual, but in a way that's fairly humorous and exploratory in all forms of bisexual expression. It also has some very creative production from by some wonderfully talented musicians like Sega Bodega, that is a cool name, and Arca. Meridian Brothers, Meridian Brothers and El Grupo Reenactmiento. I assume that's Italian for reenactment, but I could very easily be wrong. It's a delightfully odd collaborative album. Meridian Brothers often experiment with Latin alternative and digital cumbia in a new and exciting way. And on this project, they joined forces with a well-respected local salsa group, El Grupo Reenactmiento. And they were known in the 70s for social commentary on police brutality, addiction, and social political marginalization. It's a hard album to explain. I haven't heard salsa quite like this before. Definitely a special little album and very listenable. That's cool. I've like salsa has like felt very like weird to me, so that'll be great to kind of get into because I love when music incorporates social commentary. Um, uh, sorry, lol. My recommendations are a little scattershot. I prefer a lot of variety musically, so it's impossible to expect every album to vibe with everyone. Well, how's that? That means that you're a well balanced person, you know. Um, and holding back the metal and grindcore albums probably good. Joe really likes like metal and those kind of things, but like I just I haven't been able to get into them. I don't know what it is about them that like I just doesn't jive with me very well. I love like Sonata Artica, Artica. the freaking uh, I believe they're from Greenland. That band is, but they they got a song Full Moon if you want to check that one out, and it's just like it's a brilliant song. It works so well, and like I don't know, it's um it's a, it's a great song. And they have a, they have a lot of other great songs too, um, but like even even there, it's just like, um, yeah, I I can't super get into it all the time. Anyway, <clears throat> I just wanted to talk about your views and your past content. I originally gravitated towards your channel because I was a young atheist, and I found your perspective so completely inverse to my own views. It was curious how it influenced your opinion on content, even though I didn't know half the shit you talked about. And watching your opinion shift as the years go on as you became real, less religious was super cool. That is crazy how many people watched, watched me kind of like that. Anyways, yeah, don't be too hard on your old content. I made some video reviews at the same time inspired by YouTubers I liked. They're all private now, but I'm glad I made them then. I think a good sign of growth is always wanting to improve and use inspiration to find your own voice instead of emulating other people. Jontron used to be one of my inspirations, and then he started talking about black people and keeping people out of the gene pool. Can't amend that type of thinking. John might have been com made compelling content at some point, but he's still the same person giggling at the N-word on Game Grumps when playing Sonic 06. I know where you're coming from about self-identifying as a gamer lol. Capital G gamers are some of the most entitled toxic people out there. Being a gay woman online, gaming can be rough, but they won't stop me from collecting old computer games and enjoying the hobby. They can suck it. So yeah, keep doing you and thanks for the content over the- well shucks. Well shucks. That was a great email. I, I, I'm glad you sent I'm, I'm glad you sent that both in that those albums sound awesome and I've got to check them out and I will report back next episode hopefully um, to talk about kind of my uh, what I thought of them um, and yeah I just I I totally I totally agree with like kind of where you're coming from there you know and it's, it's so wild like that's the, you the second or third person that said like they watched my content as a non-religious person and like you know then watched just 
me go from go from that and like religion was never super like important to the channel it was i guess initially but only because like i wanted to convince my mom that i wasn't wasting time and the only way to do that was to make like religious or like social commentary videos and i even at the time i knew i wasn't really equipped for that and i knew that it wasn't really what i wanted to be doing see what i do now with like the commentary stuff i do is it's much more me it feels like i've actually have an opinion established and i don't it's it's really wild because back when i was like young earth creationist and whatever you know i i did videos for a while but i just got bored of it because like there's not really much to talk about whereas now it's like it's it's the complete opposite because i have like more of a drive i feel like i have more of a mission in what i talk about and that's why like i mean just like I think I might have talked about this in the solo episode. It's hard to remember what all I talk about. But on the topic of like gamers, like PewDiePie was a big inspiration when I started doing the Vinny Hara channel. You know, it was like I wanted to do those kind of like meme review stuff and be like edgy and stuff. And I did that quite a bit. I made that feminist video, which probably should be taken down because I'm pretty sure I said some bad shit that I now disagree with. But at the time, I was just trying to be edgy and funny. And it's so wild because I wasn't really, I was barely religious when I started this Vinnie Hart channel, the solo channel, you know, um, or started doing it like full time, sort of. I did like the daily videos for a while. But it was, it's so crazy that like, um, yeah, it was, I've, I've already changed so much since then. But it's more in that, like, once you lose your old views, you don't have anything for a while, and then it kind of comes back. And, like, I don't know. Because I part of, like, what I like about the fact that I went through a phase of that, you know, or was raised to be like that and then changed, is that, A, it means that I am, in fact, capable of changing my mind, which is kind of a nice feeling. Like, it's not great to feel like... You know, you just always have believed one thing and you don't know whether or not you can be convinced otherwise, you know? And, like, this at least means that I was able to change my mind once. Um, I suppose it's very, it's even more unlikely to change it back. But that's more of anything just because I don't, I don't see the, ev you know, like I was saying, you would have to show me evidence that God existed. And at this point, even if that happened and you could prove to me without, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, as my old preacher used to say, that the God of the Bible existed and blah, blah, blah. I would still be like, okay, fuck that guy then. <laughs> you God hates gay people, you know? He can go fuck himself. I will, I will gladly go to that God's hell. Thank you very much. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, same thing with JonTron. You know, JonTron and PewDiePie. JonTron has kind of done it more than PewDiePie I think I I feel bad because I feel like I just ignored the JonTron stuff when it happened without any kind of like I researched into it but just the most I went was just like JonTron had like an apology video where he was just like he said like he it was the one of the worst apologies in hindsight that I've ever seen he didn't acknowledge what it was he said it was wrong he just apologized he's like oh i better stick to comedy and it's just like i mean i agree but also like you know because he made it sound like oh people have pointed out that i was wrong about some stuff 
So I'm just going to shut up about it. And it's like, no, that's not what you should do. If you find out you're wrong about something, you should be specific into what you were wrong about. But the reality is he didn't want, he was trying to be as vague as possible. So he could continue with having his online career without people like me, you know, who just don't care that much ever finding out what it was about because most people aren't going to watch that freaking debate he had with destiny but i think if you're a jontron fan you should definitely check out the fucking debate with destiny because I, I don't i don't love everything destiny does but he's a good debater i don't like when leftists use some of the same tactics of like personal attacks towards people i'm not saying it's not warranted sometimes you know i mean like steven crowder can suck a dick he can suck a girl dick um, but like, you know, it's, it's not, it's not beneficial for us to use the same te techniques that they use. Cause, uh, yeah, we just, you, you gotta, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, you know, like I, like I was saying, I mean, the other week, week with Joe is just like, just because I don't like someone's style of engagement doesn't necessarily mean that it's invalid. <laughs> but that being said, the nonsense he tried to pull in that debate when I saw, when I finally saw that, it was just like, oh, fuck this motherfucker. It's just like so much out, just outdated and bad science and just, it's, it's, it's wild because like, you know, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know which, which bothers me more, you know, I got in an argument a while back with Sega Night Kevin on Twitter about this. Where I was just like, oh, John Tron's never fucking heard of the uh, false equivalence to the <laughs> law, or whatever I called it. And uh, he's like, he was just like, well, apparently he, he has given how many people do use it on him. And he's just like, all right, you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, and like, the funny thing is, like, I was not being like aggressive towards him. I was just trying to be like, he said something stupid. His The statement he made makes no goddamn sense. He's making a, he's equating the fact that people experiment on animals, which is bad and pointless, with vaccines. Being like, oh, trust the science, because science always does what's right. It's like, no, that's not what we fucking mean when we say trust the science. You know, it's it's very difficult to make a slogan like that, you know, because you're like, I don't mean that you should just go blindly with stuff. But when you have this many experts agreeing on something, it's probably the case and you're not going to bust something wide open with your google search so yeah freaking uh gosh yeah so many gamers have fallen into that because of folks like jontron because of folks like pewdiepie which is weird because pewdiepie really isn't a religious i mean uh, a political person like he's got some weird ideas with philosophy that he seems to tend to to, to like uh kind of uh, gravitate towards which is funny like i actually like learned about stoicism from him and i that's why you know he was the one I that introduced me to it so it's not like all his ideas are bad it's just the way in which he tends to like gravitate towards them and and, and promote them so uh i don't i don't i don't know it's it's weird because again part of the problem is just the way in which edgy humor seems to be uh, the outline of the rim that leads to the funnel of the uh, alt-right pipeline, you know? Because it's not, it's there's a, this gray area because it's not necessarily, uh, it's not necessarily right-wing 
or Nazi or whatever. And I understand that PewDiePie has done some dumb shit. <laughs> and he should have known better. And it's just like, I, I, it's, at what point do I say that this guy is a bad person? And at which point do I say, like, oh, he's just a dumb guy that never freaking grew up, you know? Because that, you know, that's the problem when you give, like, an 18-year-old uh, who has no job money, you know? That's why, but that's why I find it so fascinating, like, the contrast between, like, PewDiePie and uh, Markiplier and uh, Jacksepticeye. Because Jacksepticeye and Markiplier, especially Jacksepticeye, have used their platforms um, to promote things, you know, promote things they believed in. PewDiePie has very rarely gone out of his way to, like, do much. And when he does things for charity, it's always, like, very vague stuff, you know? And, and I'm not like not like vague, but just like generic stuff like oh, suicide prevention. I'm not saying suicide prevention is important, but it's just like that's the one thing you can do that you can keep everyone on your side. And so it's very interesting. It's a, it, it, it kind of um, it's something that I've and I think this is kind of be the final point on this before I call it an episode. But um, it brings to a point of like. When Cara Santa Maria from the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe was getting, you know, freaking awful messages from the men, it's probably some of the men in the community, because she dared to disagree with the other people on the podcast. Um, freaking, um, to me, that seemed to show that like they weren't doing enough to make it clear that that kind of like stuff wasn't welcome. Because believe me, if you make it clear that certain people aren't welcome in your community, they're they're going to get the hint. It's not going to make them more vocal. It will for a while, but then they'll leave. If you make it clear that certain people aren't welcome, at least then you have, you, you, you've cleared your own name from like having this. And I think that's what the skeptic community as a whole needs to do. They need to point out, because a lot, a lot of sexist men are in the skeptic community, and it bothers me a lot. And I want to make it very clear that when it comes to my, when it comes to me, in the uh, atheist and, and uh, skeptic communities, um, I do not, I do not allow that. Not just that I don't endorse it; I don't allow it. I will kick you in the nut. <laughs> All right, friends, let's let's move on to, to recommendations. Recommendations. It's time for recommendations. Uh, so first off, people, this is a uh, hip-hop album that I've been listening to, Dr. Octagonagologist by Dr. Octagon. And I'm not going to tell you how to spell it. You're just going to have to figure it out. But uh, yeah, this is, I believe the album's from 1998. But uh, it's a hip-hop album, and uh, it's got some, it's, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's like a, just kind of a cool rap album. And uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't. I don't have much to add to it aside from that Earth People's a great song. And if you want a good track to start with, start with that one. Just skip the first two and go to the third or whatever. Um, uh, I also, I've probably recommended the audiobook before, but I got the uh, physical copy of The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, the book they did. And I've really been enjoying the read through it and kind of brushing up on like uh, logical fallacies and uh, ways in which the human brain tricks itself. So if that's something you're interested in, I would check that out. And last but not least, 
um, this channel some more news on YouTube. I did a video a while back on uh, it's called a brief look at Jordan Peterson, and uh, yeah, I think because Jordan Peterson is such an annoying person to try and like explain why he's wrong. Um, it's it's a uh, it's a good video because he brings the whole he brings all his receipts. He like shows clips of different things he's said, and like times he's contradicted himself, as well as just in general like how he's wrong specifically which takes it's a it's a long video it's over an hour long i think but um it, it's it's what you gotta do to it go through all the claims that he makes because it's such a garbly gook of like just throwing stuff against the wall and if you point out something that doesn't stick he's just like yeah but what about all the other stuff and it's like well now i gotta go through all the other stuff you said i shouldn't i shouldn't i shouldn't have to do that freaking nonsense all right so anyway that's my recommendation for this week jays and gentlemen my throat is still a little bit dry but that means that i can save some nonsense for the next week's episode i'm working on getting some more guests on because i've really enjoyed the last few episodes that have gad guests i think it's a great addition to the show and kind of helps me on some of these off weeks uh have a little bit more of an engaging episode so my friends i hope you all have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful week and i'll see you back here next friday as always if you have questions comments concerns and whatever you can send them to me at contact i would love to read your emails i always do and if you would rather read something shorter you can just leave it in the comments and i will either reply to it there or i will talk about it on a podcast um, anyway that's it as always i love you love yourselves and bye. Fridays with Vinny is a production of Vinny, written and produced by Vinny, starring Vinny. Special thanks to Vinny. Music provided by Kevin MacLeod of Incomatech.com. Vinny is not responsible for the views and opinions expressed by Vinny or at any parallel dimensions by other Vinny doing parallel podcasts in any alternate universes. Vinny is a property of Vinny LLC and was used with permission. Send your questions, comments, and death threats into contact at Until next time, this is Vinny signing off.